SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. Hashtag SAFM Life Happens. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. It is uh, six minutes past uh, two on uh, SFM 104-107 Nationwide. Welcome to the second hour of Live Happens. So we want to spend the next couple of minutes uh, uh, remembering uh, Steve Kekana. When we were leaving here yesterday, uh, the news uh, were flashing about the fact that he had passed on. We've since learned he passed on due to complications from COVID-19, as you heard Mudupi Mahalimele say in the news. So we want to spend some time playing some music, uh, reflecting, and if uh, you have a Steve Gekana story uh, of how he impacted your life as a fan or if you knew him personally, please WhatsApp us. We are on the WhatsApp line 061-410-4107. We'd prefer a voice note, of course, uh, so that uh, we can play it and uh, all of us uh, reflect on how he touched all of our lives. Steve Gekana, of course, prolific musician. He also was an advocate and a lecturer at the University of South Africa. It's Seven minutes past two, and here is a Steve Gagana song.
SAFM Life Happens. That undoubtedly one of uh, Steve Gagana's uh, biggest hits, uh, that song he did with the late uh, Nana Coyote Mutijuane. It's called uh, Take Your Love and Keep It. And uh, we played uh, a less known song of his uh, that he did with uh, PJ Powers before this called uh, We've Got Love. Advocate Sipo Mandula uh, is a former colleague of uh, Steve Gagana's at UNISA and uh, is uh, kind enough to join us on the line as we reflect on the life that was. Advocate Mandula, uh, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to SAFM. What are your reflections? What were your reflections, the first thing that came to your mind when you also heard the news that uh, Steve Kekana had passed away? Welcome. Good afternoon, Sister Komoto, and to the listeners. Uh, KG, I think uh, it is said that even UNISA today in the College of Law, they issued a media statement, I mean a, a general statement to the general university population, um, one thing that comes to my mind is his humility, uh, humbleness, but talking as well. He was one of the straight talkers as well. Mm. He could not miss his words on what was happening in the country. Wow. But again, his passion for education. You know, one thing about Rastif is that uh, his passion about education, even if he didn't go into human rights, he was more into labor law. He was into mercantile law, issues of um, CCMA at some point, you will even recall he was a, a one, once a commissioner for, for, for a brief moment. But I think the thing that we learned from Brastif, uh, it is his passion for education. Um, and at the same time, understanding that university, you have other students who have a similar challenge, mm. that he has to take care of them as well. And UNISA did very well last year, if you remember, in November, by honoring Brastif when he was still alive. Yeah. And that was coming from Human Science uh, College when they were able to award him a doctorate on philosophy, meaning he was a man of different levels. Yeah. That from law, from music. To philosophy. To, you know, philosophy, but through music as well. I think for Unisa it was the issue of looking at people who are disabled are able as well. Yeah, I think that it's 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 impeccable. I mean, I didn't know, by the way, uh, that Steve Gagana was born uh, with sight. I only found out when when I when I uh, started hearing the various news reports yesterday that actually he was born with sight and he lost his sight at the age of five. Uh, but you know, uh, and 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 he saw that quote unquote challenge as impetus uh, to almost be a high achiever in his life. And, and and I like what you're saying about the fact that there was uh, activism for people who are, uh, you know, differently abled, uh, even at UNISA, for him, that, that, that he pushed to make sure uh, that they too are, are given uh, opportunities. But, but, but one of the things that you're also uh, highlighting to me in this conversation is that he was multifaceted. Because in this country, when you're an artist, people want you to be an artist. Uh, when you're a talk show host you must do talk when you do music you must do music but it sounds to me like you're painting a picture of a multi-talented human being who made sure that each and every single one of his talents he brought to life no correctly and and, and i think one other aspect is the homo which it is on the musical level when you look at our state of our music as well um like you are playing the, this old songs i was listening to brazil for earlier with a uh, Mr. Tuli, when he was saying that 
sometimes it's like we don't honor our uh, own people on time. Mm. Um, mm. I, I still recall in 2012, um, like you were talking about his foresight and, and uh, oversight. You know, sometimes you will not even have a person moving with him. He will still go alone, you know, but knowingly where he will be going to. And it was in the summers, you know, and you say, but Sipo, is it fair to have seven, I mean, one person taking all the seven hours, man, eh? Mm, mm. it shows that this country doesn't have creativity now. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I think that's where we look at this multi-transdisciplinarian approach, that even when you looked at things, it was not just being jealous of the awards. And I think you look at the summers, they only two years ago mm. gave him the Lifetime Achievement Award. Again, it shows, are we running out of time to honor? Yeah. But, 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 but when, when we say uh, 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 advocate Sipo, mm. when, when we talk about, because we say this a lot, don't we, as South Africans, when, when somebody mm. pass away, passes yeah, away, yeah. we say, uh, you know, we don't honor our artists while they, they, they are here. What kinds mm. of things at a practical level should we be doing to honor them? Uh, I mean, because w- nobody really has ideas as to what it is that we should be doing to honor them while they here in your mind when you say those words what kinds of things do you think south africa should be doing to respect and honor the, the their icons in the arts you know you know sometimes just to listen to to uh, to our icons because one thing that we have never picked up is listening to their views again Elliot has spoken how he used to be concerned about the sabc uh uh musical compilation, how music was being chosen. Mm, mm. And, he, and he was raising those issues. And again, with this COVID-19 that affected artists, they say he was equivocally again concerned. Mm. But again... Concerned I, I with just, what? With artists lacking work? No, artists not having work, but at the same time being not treated well, you know, mm, because COVID mm. actually unmasked our, our state of the of the arts. Like now earlier during one o'clock, you were dealing with a theater with the funding system. Also. Not only theater, all the arts, about all, 300 all million arts, that yes. went missing, yeah? Yeah, so, so that shows you that even as a legal mind, he was concerned about those issues. But was there anyone listening? Was anyone, I mean, anyone listening to his views? Mm. And that you're saying, what should we do? I think sometimes you should even allow these people to speak their mind. Because in some instances, they are being not only muted or silenced, but we're not giving them even the recognition that is due. Like I earlier said to you, South African Music Awards only realized that, hey, he will go before we have honored him, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So you you will look at it, it, it is the same like people like Borre Jonas Kwangwa. Yeah. You know, when you looked, when we had, even last year, when Jonas left, or it was early this it year. It was uh, early this you year, know, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that's where you see the pain that people have to to scrabble for the tenders with a young artist now, which is very unfair. Is the market asking, is the market yeah. open? For example, was it easy? Would it would it have been easy for Steve Gagana to release an album in South Africa in 2020 or in 2021, and have that material be uh, be 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 accepted? Or are you finding that you know at a commercial level, it's only very young music that gets accepted? Ama piano, uh, you know, all of all of that kind of sound. 
Do you think if he had done a new album, we would have been open to it? Yes, I, I, I think we do. Actually, I think people like Abo Jonina will take that advantage to start to work on the, his old songs, remix them. Mm. But you will understand that beyond South Africa, I saw SABC insert showing that in Maseru, you know, there was a stampede in one of his shows. Mm. To show mm. that even outside There's a big appetite South for Africa, him there. There's a big appetite for his work. And it is the same like your... Uh, people like Dan Chanda. He was famous in Khaburone, by the way. Yeah, Utwana. yeah, yeah. You know, so when, when you look at our artists, it, it is a matter of not competing with the young ones, but one can say complimenting, you know, the, this young artist, understanding the history and the context of this country, because you will understand some of his songs was not even in the English uh, lingua franca, Mm-hmm. He was able to sing the songs that can relate to the people. And the one which Brasipo raised of Raising My Family, it was actually the reggae song. Yeah, of course, I so know I that. I don't know yeah. if you knew that Bra, uh, uh, even Steve was a reggae fanatic. He was a reggae fan. He was even composing reggae. That's one thing that makes me closer to him, that whenever we talk, I say, Brasipo, I love you because I love reggae. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how many will click. Because, and even your songs, you know those songs, people might think, hey, this one's a primitive. But there's a context that gives us a story. Yeah, they, ref- they reflect the a time. Life. They reflect yeah. a time. Yeah. Uh, when you spoke to him about uh, uh, music, uh, music that he loved, outside of the challenges that he felt existed um, in the music industry in South Africa, did he share any sentiments about the kind of music that he liked, about the direction, for example, that music was going in South Africa? You know, one will say that you are saying that music develops with time. The way you have said, music is being shaped and defined by the moment. Mm-hmm. You cannot stick to the music where people were saying the music of 1994 was all about liberation, but the music of 2021 speaks to the realities of today. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if one looks at his he was, like you say, versatile. Versatility of him is that he can go to gospel and jazz. And at the same time, have friends like even Jonina, that they were very close to him to mm. do even collaboration. Like people would think Jonina like quite, but they were more into the jazz sound now uh, that talks to the realities of South Africans. Yeah. And at the same time, for him to go into law again now, he see the social economic challenges and conditions. Tell me and about labor law. He sees tell me about of people. Tell me about uh, Steve Gagana, colleague to you at UNISA, uh, because th- th- that makes him uh, appear right. Uh, so, uh, w- w- what was it like? Were you intimidated? You know, having uh, Steve Gagana, the legendary singer, uh, be a peer and a colleague at UNISA, or was there just a level of uh, you know equality that existed that said, you know, take the fame and everything I may have done previously on the side. I'm here to you. Uh, as an equal? You know, I can say to you, since you are seeing the mercantile law, and you'll understand, UNISA is not a contact. Learning you will work from home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you see him going to the varsity, passing by, everybody will will just resonate with him, will just reflect. He will be ordinarily an ordinary person. Wow. I think fame did not go 
above his head, like our current cultural and legal minds. Yeah. Uh, being humble and humility. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what bringing down, I mean, bring him down to earth. And like I will tell you, UNICEF is bleeding now because even one of our executive deans from that college of law have just passed on today. Wow. You know, Vinesh. Wow. So UNICEF, it is bleeding both sides of your... Uh, uh, almost, he was going to become the senior lecturer person if you think of his thinking. Wow. Um, so that's where you can say that people, when you are in this institution, treat you as an ordinary person. Yeah. And uh, even the people will always gravitate to want to assist him, but he will always say, I I am old enough not to, I'm old not as a young person. Yeah. I can manage my uh, affairs, you know. So I think some of his colleagues from McIntyre, others, they might be listening, they should call in and share because they knew him more than us because they will sit in their own staff meetings and they will know the secrets and the sacred feelings of Brasil, you know. Yeah. You know, um, so that's where I can say to you, it is a very sad moment, but we do celebrate the life of even Brasil. It is not a matter of lamenting. But yeah. But you said uh, you you chose a song. All I need is here in Africa by Steve Gagana, which uh, we 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 will play. Uh, but uh, have you reflected on the last uh, conversation that you had with him, and uh, what the last thing that you spoke about with him was? Oh, we lost him. We lost him. Okay, we uh, our lines let us down. But that conversation was with Advocate Sipo Mandula. We lost him. Uh, listen, you can keep sending your voice notes and uh, your thoughts around uh, Steve Gagana. And uh, that conversation was with uh, Advocate Sipo Mandula. And uh, he had asked for a song. We'll play that song uh, uh, after the news headlines. But it's half past two now. Mudupi Mahalimele is standing by with the latest news headlines on SAFM.
I suppose we're all guilty as Radio 4 playing so much of his music when he's passed on. Uh, but uh, actually, that's uh, the reggae-infused song, Raising uh, My Family, of Steve Kiganas that uh, advocate uh, uh, Mundula was talking about earlier in our conversation. Uh, beautiful song. And we also started that double play with All I Need Is Here in Africa. It's 2.39. Remember, if you want to keep sending your voice notes uh, regards uh, the passing of uh, Steve Kigana, uh, we welcome them and uh, we will play them. It's 2.39 on SAFM. I am to- SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. We are still uh, waiting your WhatsApps for uh, Steve Gegana, uh, but in the process, we're going to be playing lots of music, uh, but there's a couple uh, that just came through. So let's just hear what you had to say. RKG, this is Ganson, calling from Newlands West. I just want to tell you that in the early 80s, I was introduced to Steve Gagana's songs, very especially Raising My Family and Color Me. I just want to say he's a legend, and uh, and uh, I just want to say deeper sympathies to his family, and may his soul rest in peace. God bless you all. Thank you. Ikeji, this is Matevola. Welcome to Life Happen. I think it's the first time for me to record a voicemail to your show. Uh, we welcome you with warm hands. You know, it's painful, man, when it comes to the legendary musician, Steve Kekan. Nanti pupo, endili pupe izolo. I think I like the collaboration of Steve Kekan, more special when it comes to Jonina. I think the man was very, very, very good on his voice. The voice was out of this world. You know, I'm a soul rest in peace. This is a matable. Morena Alison, all of us, Alifavana, me, ever who say, Leave a paleta villain, Camilla, you say, Aisha, we have lost you, we have lost, we have lost a great musician. Rest in peace, Brastif. Taolumhele here, Kutano. The musicians' uh, posterity, they're lucky with that, that their footprints are left uh, for us uh, to keep on looping over and over again, uh, even when they're gone. And Patricia in Cape Town, you want to reflect on the life of Steve Gagana? Good afternoon. <laughs> yes, good afternoon, if it's uh, KG I'm speaking to. Yes. Hi, Patricia. Welcome to SAFM. Thank you. I've been on your program once before, and uh, I was actually uh, hurt when I heard him. I saw on the, my TV, and I said to my daughter, I know the Steve Kakana. I said I got to know him as a young boy. I had a brother who became blind, also could see, but at eight he turned blind through an illness. Mm. And when I went visiting out at the Athlone School of the Blind, that's where I saw Steve Kakana. That's amazing. No, serious, ma'am. In 1957, my brother turned blind and was admitted to the... After being at the hospital, he was transferred to the Akron School of the Blind because he got... He was in an ordinary school and got blinded through an illness, meningitis. And meeting Steve Kakana there was the amazing fact. I play the music. Today I'm playing the guitar, but I'm 
give you a little background. Mm-hmm. I saw the, you know, what to call the copper cord wire, mm-hmm. and they attached it to like a cooling box where you brought minerals in. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, that music raved. And I remember how my brother used to run down the aisles at the Affluent School of the Blind because it probably gave him a sense of direction mm-hmm. <laughs> other than the, my family musical background. So I remember Steve and I just love his music. So if you play with the next song, I think it will be just for me because I remember him well. Wow, that's, the, that's a beautiful just, story. Is your brother still alive? No, my brother passed away a long time ago. If I he, he, Through his blindness, he had a leg amputated. He got into hot water mm. and uh, summer, whatever, and the leg had to be amputated. So it's about, um, actually, to this day, 2007, my brother was born in 1948 and at the, at the age of eight years old, contracted that and then ended up get, losing his sight and was transferred to the Athlon School of Bind, where he was there practically for his whole entire school life. But that's where I saw Steve. And when I saw him on TV, I said that. But then I come from a background from Eastern Cape, uh, where my grandfather grew up, and uh, we called it Kaba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and that's where I uh, saw uh, my cousin who uh, got had an initiation and my daddy's background from music to the grandfather played the organ, the violin, the flute, uh-huh, the whatever. Uh-huh, yeah. And Steve uh, just struck a bell when I wow. heard him playing with the groups that were there. And the, wow. uh, the, the that's, that's, a, that's a beautiful reflection. That's uh, no, a very good. Yeah, it's a very good reflection. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes me back. And I was just practicing and then I thought, wait, no, I'm, I'm listening. It, it's his burial today. So my deepest sympathy for his family. Thank All you, right. Pat. Thank you so much. You. Beautiful story. Let's hear a voice note as well. Good day, my sister. I am Givens Kasimba from Mamelod. Um I'd like to say condolences to the family of the gun. There are Good afternoon, KG. This is Ursula from Cape Town. Yes, this uh, Steve Kakana has such a peculiar voice. And just listening to his music, it really takes you back to a beautiful time in your thinking, in your, it's sort of nostalgic. And um, may his family find peace in this time. Hashtag SAFM Life Happens.
Uh, this uh, makes one of our producers very nostalgic of a time. I remember uh, always listening on the radio and hearing this song. This actually, I think, was a big hit of his in the 1980s. The song is called Shine On from uh, the legendary Steve Gagana. It's 